the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bible does not differentiate between a child inside the womb or outside the womb. The same word is used for both. A person is every bit a person whether they are in the womb or outside, and every bit is entitled to life. You know, when we think of the sixth commandment, thou shalt not kill, we tend to view it through an adult lens, and we immediately go to various trials and prisons that house murderers. But oftentimes we fail to realize that when God says, thou shalt not kill, he's also talking about infants. Welcome to Study Verse by Verse with Pastor Leighton Sheely. And that is precisely where we begin today with our series, Ten Keys to an Abundant Life. The Sixth Commandment, Thou Shalt Not Kill. Here's Pastor Leighton. Thou shalt not kill does not prohibit going to war. Ecclesiastes 3.8 says there is a time for war. God says there are some things that are worth fighting for. There are some things that are worth dying for. It's right to fight in order to preserve freedom. It's right to fight in order to, def- to defend innocent people. It's right to fight to stop the spread of evil. All that is necessary for evil to triumph is for good men to do nothing. When Abraham returned from warring against the four kings, he was met and blessed by Melchizedek, king of the Most High God. It is appropriate to go to war to relieve unjust suffering of others. And certainly no reasonable person would question the righteousness of America entering World War II to alleviate the suffering and death being caused by Adolf Hitler. Sometimes military action is the only way to save innocent lives. The Apostle Paul was approached by some Roman soldiers that had converted to Christianity, and they were asking for direction as to how they should conduct themselves now as Christians. And Paul did not say, leave the military. He did say, be good soldiers. Well, that brings up the question, what is a bad soldier? A bad soldier is one who uses his tools and training to act unjustly upon others. A bad soldier is one who tortures or kills non-combatants. A bad soldier is one who rapes or robs. Paul said, don't be a bad soldier. Be a good soldier. Be ethical. Now, we've looked at what thou shalt not kill doesn't mean. Let's look at what it does mean. Thou shalt not kill means do not commit suicide. Suicide is now the number two killer among college students. It's number three killer among high school students. More kids are killed by suicide than traffic. Now, some people say, well, it's my life. I have a right to live it as I want and take it. And God says, no, you don't. I gave life, and I'm the one who takes it away. 1 Corinthians 6 says, Know ye not that your body is a temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which ye have of God? Ye are not your own. You have been bought with a price. Therefore, glorify God. 
Now, there are times in the lives of many when they consider suicide. And some among us this morning have considered it in this last week or this last month. Thoughts of suicide are usually related to depression or feeling like there's no light at the end of the tunnel, that there's no hope. But I say to you today, do not despair thinking life is not worth living. Do not give up hope. God made you for a purpose. God has a plan for your life. Your goal is to seek him with all of your heart. If you do, you will fulfill life's purpose. And when you have fulfilled life's purpose... God will take you home to a reward that he is preparing. God said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Some might say, but pastor, you don't understand. I've messed up so bad that there, I don't think God can forgive me. I don't think God can use me. I'm worthless to God. The Bible says, he who began a good work in you will be faithful to complete it. He's not going to leave you unfinished. And whatever you have done is no surprise to God. He knew about it before time. He knew about it when he was planning your days. And his plan covers it all. Don't try to short-circuit God's plan and God's timing. It's God who gives life. It's God who takes it away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Suicide is murdering yourself. Do not commit murder. Thou shalt not kill means do not commit mercy killing. Sometimes called euthanasia, which means good or happy death. Euthanasia is causing the death of someone supposedly for humanitarian reasons. It's usually promoted as a way of ending the suffering of someone who is living with some terminal or painful disease, or perhaps they're old or deformed. Now, the Bible says it's okay to relieve the suffering of someone who is in the process of dying, but it is not okay to directly or indirectly cause someone to die, even if they request it or consent to it. Job 12.10 says, It is God who directs the lives of his creatures. It is God who determines that life is worth living, not someone else. It is God who determines when we will breathe our first. It is God who determines when we will breathe our last. It is appointed unto man once to die. We have an appointment with death. Thou shalt not kill means do not commit abortion. The Bible declares the womb to be a sanctuary where God is present and at work. Psalm 139 says, For you created my inmost being, You knit me together in my mother's womb. God was present and at work in the womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful, I know that full well. My frame was not hidden from you when I I was made in the secret place, when I was woven together in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. God has a plan For the days of every child conceived, and he has a purpose for their conception. Some of the misunderstanding today is over the meaning of words. One popular definition of fetus is a massive tissue with the potential of becoming human. That is a gross misrepresentation of what the word fetus really means. 
The word fetus it describes a phase in the growth of a human. After conception, a human moves through sequential phases, beginning with a phase of fetus, baby, toddler, and so forth. A fetus is every bit human and endowed by his creator with certain inalienable rights that among these are life. Life begins at conception. It is the position of the Bible. It is the conclusion of science. Any other attempt at describing when human life begins is arbitrary. And that is why in the same hospitals, doctors in one room can be feverishly working to save the life of a 20-week-old preemie while performing abortions down the hall or in the other wing. The Bible does not differentiate between a child inside the womb or outside the womb. The same word is used for both. A person is every bit a person, whether they are in the womb or outside, and every bit is entitled to life. Now, I'd like to underscore how important this is to God, so if you turn in your Bibles to Exodus chapter 21, verse 22, you're going to find that God gives specific instructions and protections against injuring an unborn child. Exodus 21, 22. If men who are fighting hit a pregnant woman and she gives birth prematurely but there's no serious injury, the offender must be fined whatever the woman's husband demands and the court allows. But if there is serious injury, you're to take life for life, eye for eye, tooth for tooth, hand for hand, foot for foot, burn for burn, wound for wound, bruise for bruise. This is the punishment that would be perpetrated on someone who intentionally caused an injury. God wants to protect the unborn child. Now, from a human perspective, we may have unplanned pregnancies, but there are no accidental conceptions. God must be present for a child to be conceived. Now, maybe we didn't plan it. Maybe it came as a result of some evil, but God can take that which is intended for evil and make it work for good. There are no accidental conceptions. God says, if a baby is conceived, it's because I planned it. I numbered the days of that child before it was born. I had a plan for their life. I gave them the, the, the capabilities, genetic and otherwise, to fulfill the purposes for which I created that life. God has a purpose for every child conceived. God says a fetus is not a mere piece of tissue. It is a life that has been planned. Now, there's some shocking facts about abortion. 26% of pregnancies in America now end in abortion. One out of four children who are conceived are killed before they are out of the womb. Over 30 million Americans have been killed through abortion. That is more than all of the wars all put together. Every year between four and 500 babies who are aborted live after the abortion procedure. 97% of abortions are not the result or related to rape or incest or because the mother's life is threatened. They're simply a matter of convenience. 97%. There's a popular argument, no child should be brought into this world unwanted. And the fallacy of that argument is that every child that is conceived is wanted by God. God wanted that child. 
Now, I know that when we talk about issues like this, many men and women in our congregation have previously been involved in abortions. And I want to assure you that my intention is not to drag any kind of guilt out of the past. My intention is to influence the future, if we can, to perhaps save a life, to perhaps help someone with a decision so that they don't make a decision they will regret for the rest of their life. The good news is, is that people can repent of this sin like others. And God does forgive. He certainly does. And we've seen earlier in this series by Pastor Leighton Sheely. In the Old Testament, it was called the City of Refuge. If you were found to potentially be a murderer, you could flee to this City of Refuge for safety and justice. That City of Refuge today is the Lord Jesus Christ. If you'd like to know more, visit our website, highlands.us. That's highlands.us. Study verse by verse is the ministry of Church of the Highlands in San Bruno with our teacher and pastor, Leighton Sheely. We continue our series, 10 Keys to an Abundant Life, next time here on Study Verse by Verse. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.